Hey, Brian, what's your favorite part of the movie Hackers 1995 starring that guy and Angelina Jolie? Uh, I think my favorite part was when uh, the antagonist, the plague, gives a one hour lecture uh, to the main character about Ayn Rand. About Ayn Rand and objectivism. Yeah, that was a pretty mm-hmm. good part of the movie where he talked about yeah, really uh, uh, <laughs> that shit. This is actually I've got a clip here of my favorite scene from the movie that I'd like to play the audio for you. Um, oh, by all means, please. Hello? It's me, Richard. It's one fucking thirty in the morning. What are you doing calling me? Sorry to do it to you, but we have a mother of a virus ripping through a major company file. Okay, throw me some numbers. Okay, give me your password. My password? Out with it! Oral cum shot. Oral cum shot? Yeah, that fits. Wasn't that a great scene from the movie, Brian? <laughs> I loved that scene in the movie Hackers, nineteen ninety-five. Yeah, for more yeah. about the mo- <laughs> for more about the movie Hackers, nineteen ninety-five. Please uh, stay tuned after these quick messages. This is all the power you ever had. Now it is mine. Pity, there is another more time for us. Open season on all suckheads. Welcome, everybody. This is one of the more scuffed intros we've had. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I personally really appreciated um, that I was I had trouble not laughing. Um, (laughs) That's one of the. That's one of the uh, the best clips uh, of a gay porno that I've seen in my life. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I it took me a second to be like, "What is this?" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, guy sitting shirtless at a computer typing, <laughs> tech support." Oh, you could so see good. it in your in your mind's eye, couldn't you? I could. I yeah. could. I've burned it in there. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, don't think about it too much, okay? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brian, what was your actual favorite scene from the movie Hackers? I think my actual favorite—it's kind of split between two. I don't know if they're actually just one of them is a scene and one of them is not. The yeah. first one that I really like is when they're going into a uh, cyberdelia. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 Gaming Which time? Hacker Club. The oh, first time. Okay. <laughs> the gaming hacker club with like skateboard ramps in it. Yeah. Uh, which also they're not using skate. It's inline skates only. <laughs> and that fucking slaps. 
In fact, in fact, skateboarding's evil coded in this movie because uh, because the only person who rides a skateboard is the plague, aka the antagonist of the movie. Uh, which I, I that's very funny to me. Uh, but the it's either that because it's fucking beautiful. It's like everything '90s that you can imagine is just happening in this scene. Uh, but the other one is. A collection of scenes that I would say is my favorite scene. And that is every time the FBI raids someone's house. <laughs> <laughs> the FBI raids are very fun. They always like go in like full heat, like they're ready, they're ready to shoot someone's pet dog, like any every time that, that happens. <laughs> yeah. They go in full heat. Also, it's played for comedy every time. Like, okay, not every time, but like half the time. Yeah. It's like when they when they come for fucking uh, freak, yeah, <laughs> and it's just like freak has a nightmare about getting raided by the cops, and then wakes up and gets raided by the cops. <laughs> it's beat up, gets beat up by their mom, and then uh, and then is like, "Can you arrest me already, please? Get me out of here. I'm getting smacked. I don't like it." Yeah, I mean yeah. that's what you get when you hack the planet is you get smacked around by your mom a little bit. <laughs> You know, when you get framed for hacking the uh for hacking a major corporation uh in the most evil destructive way possible, uh you get smacked. And that's you know, that's the lesson of this movie. Yeah. My favorite yeah. part of the movie or it's scene, I guess it is more of a collection of scenes, is uh every time the uh the obnoxious main character says uh some really misogynist shit to the love interest and then bites his lower lip and pouts at her <laughs> longingly <laughs> yeah just waiting to be topped by angelina so jolly wants, wants to get topped so hard he's like aren't i bad aren't i so bad uh which is yeah it is pretty amazing um I thought when you were saying that, that you were going to say every time that the Twin Towers show up in this movie. That's also um, a very good. <laughs> it's very good. Um, this movie came out in 1995, by the way. So, uh, you know, it's it makes sense that the Twin Towers are still there. They uh, would not be blown up for another six years. Yeah. Uh, it would be cool. Yeah. You know, those like bot accounts on Twitter that are like. 90s kid nostalgia or whatever and they've got like a picture of like the garfield phone and the jazz cup or whatever they should have one that's like <laughs> like not like played as in remember this tragedy or like this is what they took from us but like wasn't this a cool hip thing that we had why don't we get this back and it's the twin tower <laughs> <laughs> these were totally radical it. back in the day <laughs> it just it, everything it says i want to go back and and then it's just a picture of the twin towers in a movie <laughs> I want to go back. I want to go back. Yeah. That's so good. Well, anyways, everybody, the movie hack hacksaws, sorry, hackers, uh is really cool. What did you think of the movie? What did you think of the movie, Monk? Did you think it was really cool? I think that movie is fucking badass. Although, I have to say uh the fact that um i i lived the movie and i had to see all these fucking civvy actors <laughs> hamming it up <laughs> makes me th it's like it's stolen valor for the real uh the real uh it bozos of the world although i'm pretty yeah, sure true. all of us love the movie 
Yeah. So you work <laughs> as the plague, right? You you are the plague. At Pretty a, much. At, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, have you installed any worms recently to skim money off of every transaction at a company? Uh, it wasn't to skim any money. There wasn't actually any of that involved, but I did actually, uh, install a worm in your mother, um, last night. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I hope y'all had fun. Uh, no, it was actually really disappointing <laughs> for her. Everyone, everyone had a bad time. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Uh, classic, classic joke. Very nineties. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, yeah, I love how this movie starts too. It's just like, oh yeah, well, uh, there's a raid on a house in Seattle in 1988, which is which uh, Monk was sure to point out was uh, potentially a Nazi dog whistle. Yeah, this because it's in is, Seattle. In Seattle in '88. <laughs> oh, you you mentioned 1988. I just thought I just think Seattle is a is a Nazi town. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, no, that's fair. That's it's fair. in Washington. It's. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think you're thinking of Portland, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> So there's a fed raid on a suburban house with uh and it's like oh my god ah and the opening credits are running uh all the like suburban parents are just like oh and then uh they they go and bust into a room and they point it at the camera and then they go into a courtroom and they're like we got you where you're in trouble and it's a child and i <laughs> love that it's like young sheldon it's like when he got indicted did that I mean, yeah he was I he was at mar-a-lago <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <sighs> hiding documents at mar-a-lago young yeah. yeah but anyways i gotta say i love i love that the opening is like yeah this fucking elite hacks or child um made the stock market go down by seven percent with his with his hacking and and then goes immediately into the the beautiful song that I did not know until uh, this this watching of the movie uh, is a is a very cool song called Orbit from Orbital. What's the what's it called again? Um, the song Halcyon on and on and on on. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was yeah. called Halcyon Halcyon on? Halcyon on. Like it would like like with uh, like with the uh, anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. Did anonymous exist like in uh 1990 no. whatever? Yeah, the thing yeah. to the thing to keep in mind about hackers is that the movie is very much structured like this is like a like a movie where um we need to have like enough bullshit happening to justify the runtime of the movie, you know? It's very much it's very much just like okay, this happens and this happens and this happens and this happens. There's not really any like storytelling happening, but all while the time while things are happening, like the entire budget of the movie did not go to the writer's room, did not go to like the camera crew or any shit like that, went exclusively into the soundtrack and costume department. <laughs> and that fucking rules. That kicks ass. It, it's very good. I I love this movie so much. It's such like a time capsule of of like 90s bad clothing. <laughs> What do you mean bad? <laughs> well, I mean, 
it's is some of it's pretty bad. Like, <laughs> Angelina Jolie's in a surf shirt, like a like a the same material you'd wear in like a, a wetsuit. Yeah, right. And it's it says Quicksilver on it because that's like a one of those that's a brand of that that does that right. Um, but that was also like oh you youngsters out there. That was a that was a uh, skateboarding brand, right? So she was wearing like a a skateboarding uh, shirt, but it was a surfing shirt. Like it felt like people who were putting together some of the costumes were like a little distant from what they were doing sometimes, and some weird things end up happening because of it. Yeah, I don't know. Putting inline skates as being like the cool the cool mode of transportation for hackers is like very it doesn't feel right you know (laughs) you're right that there's like a duality of this being like a movie that seems like it's really i think at the heart of the movie it's really authentically trying to display what it if not like what is actually going on in like these like 90s counterculture movements than what it feels like to be a part of them you know Mm -hmm. um and it does it captures that beautifully yeah, and I, I do think there's a tension between that and it being, like, a Hollywood movie, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, the, the cast of the movie is, like, it's, it's like, very diverse. It's, like, this is, like, a woke movie, right? But yeah. at the same time, it's got, like, the 90s comedy thing of, like, oh, all these high school girls are watching, are peeping on this girl while she's getting it on with her boyfriend, and it's, like, played for laughs, you know? <laughs> and that's, like... Yeah. That feels like the studio going like, okay, we need like <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds or whatever was really popular <laughs> or whatever fucking movie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we gotta we gotta have some of that shit in there. And there's there is sort of that tension throughout the whole movie of like someone coming in and like they don't quite get it and they're adding on to what the people who do get it have in there (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) but there's enough like every outfit that matthew lillard is wearing throughout the fucking movie is like that's that's amazing this is (laughs) well it's it's fantastic like honestly i think that to a to a degree this movie ended up being more influential uh than like influenced right yeah like a lot i think i think a lot of people ended up getting really into like some dumb fashion choices that were fun, dumb, but like they're kind of dumb uh, fashion choices because of movie, this movie and movies like it. And I, I do appreciate that, you know, and, and a lot of the choices also in the costuming department are like normal, cool stuff. Like there's a couple of band t-shirts and like posters that make a lot of sense for 95 yeah um the huge nirvana poster on the main character's wall like obviously he's got nirvana he's got nirvana he's got Soundgarden, and he's got a washington state license plate in case you forgot where he came from Uh, uh uh (laughs) that was but that was so 90s like yeah i remember like specifically my sister had walls full of like signs from uh like signs stolen from intersections uh and like license plates and shit like that it was just like that was like such a thing (laughs) it it really was i i know that it sounds it sounds fake and goofy but like that was 
That was a real stylistic thing that people did. Uh, yeah. Well, all right. Before we get too into the movie, right? What's going on in your life, Monk? What's going on? I, we're talking too much about the movie. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. What's going on? With I was very excited to talk about the movie this week, but you're right. We have Me to. Too. We have to curtail ourselves and talking about. We gotta temper it a little bit. <laughs> what's yeah. going on in my fucking life? A uh, bunch of bullshit is what's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. I've been fucking. <laughs> I don't really even want to get into it, but I've been fucking pissed off all week. <laughs> mm. How about you? You got good news on your front, or you also been walking oh, around no. pissed off all week? <laughs> oh, pissed off, sad. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, my uh, my uh, my my knee has been uh bothering me for like a week and a half, two weeks now, uh, and so I. Uh, you know, I'm I'm limping everywhere. It's great, uh, and you know, just f- it's uh, it's not fun. I'll tell you that much. Okay, I yeah. gotta I gotta like elevate it all the time, like keep it from keep it from getting bad again. You know, you gotta do the what is it? Oh, rice. The uh, rest. You gotta uh, put it in rice. You gotta you gotta put your <laughs> joints in rice to get them to heal. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a water out. Yeah. Kind of like a phone, yeah. Got to dry it out. What happens is the rice it absorbs the excess humors that you have in your uh, mm-hmm. in your knee veins. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> I've got a too much uh, yellow bile in my knee right now, and yeah. I need to I need to get it removed with the power of uh, of sticking it in rice. Yeah, so, we tried uh, leeches. Yeah. Not yet. You might want to move up to leeches after the rice, but give the rice a shot first because leeches are hard to find these days. They are hard to find, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, there's a swamp nearby. I might be able to, you know. That's true. I might be able to harvest my own. Yeah, natural yeah. leeches. You ever see those? You ever see those videos of people that have like have a pet leech? Ugh. Ugh. I I love that shit so much. <laughs> it's like it's filthy, but I'm also like I'm like. But you're filthy too. <laughs> I'm filthy, and also uh, I'm just like it's kind of queen shit, you know, <laughs> like literally medieval queen shit, right? Like oh, I got my leech, but I I don't know. I think a leech with like a bow on it is pretty cute. I don't know if I can get behind that. Um, well, that's any uh, degree. <laughs> that seems like your problem. Okay, just say yeah. Yeah, I think I think a leech is like like the worst possible pet you could ever have aside mm-hmm. from a dog that barks. I think I would rather have a leech than that. You don't like a barking dog? <laughs> I don't like a barking dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's like uh that's like most dogs. They they do yeah. bark sometimes. That's know. true. They they do like to uh like to be heard. <laughs> okay, so if a dog isn't barking but barks sometimes is that like is that a problem dog for you if it barks three strikes and you're out if you bark one if you if you like if you're a dog right and you see Mm -hmm. a car or some shit and you're like oh my god and you you go like okay Mm -hmm. cool you can do that you that's 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 your right to do as a dog or if like someone knocks on the door and you're like you know what i i wanted to know someone was at the door too that's exciting to me as well i understand it Mm -hmm. 
a moment it goes past two barks. Sorry, you gotta shut the fuck up, you little shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I am of a similar persuasion when it comes to this that uh that uh dogs dogs need to uh learn self control and uh <laughs> and uh meditate. We're calling out dogs today. We th- I think dogs, dogs should go to therapy. Yeah, dogs need therapy. I mean, to be fair, me too, but like, you know. <laughs> uh but dogs also need therapy. Yeah, okay. it's very toxic of them that they don't tend to have therapists. Yeah, uh, it's so yeah, it's so fucked up. And and when they do have therapists, it's always some like quack, like uh, Cesar Romero, who's just like <laughs> who's like clicking at them and like snapping. It's like yeah. stop. That's not <laughs> the clicking they... is even more annoying than the dog bark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not... See, the cat therapist uh, Jackson Galaxy. That dude's cool as shit. <laughs> that guy that guy's pretty fucking cool, yeah. He likes to work with the way of the cat, you know? And yeah. cats are already like cats are like they're water. already they're already like ascended beings in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Like they've they like every once in a while you find one that's gone evil. <laughs> but like for the most part, you've got these like cats walking around and they've They've uh completed their dharmic cycle and are just like this is like the last last station on the path, you know? And they're like, I'm cool. I'm cool. Uh I and I know how to they're like Jedi, you know. Yeah. And you know what's yeah, they, a lot like Jedi too? If a cat is mad at you, you probably deserve it, is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> like, you probably did something to make the cat mad at you, whereas a dog like is just gonna time, be loud yeah. for no reason. <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna bark at you, and it's uh, it's not it. Yeah, you know. But when it's like, oh yeah, the cat's mad. It's like, well, did you? Were you, were you picking you it up and shaking the, it and going, "Who's a good boy"? <laughs> were you invading the cat's space? Were you like? Grabbing the ta- cat's tail. Did you violate the NAP? Yeah, did you violate the NAP? Speaking of the NAP, <laughs> you want to talk about uh, the plague? <laughs> I do want to talk about the plague. I think the pl- <laughs> the plague is the is the samurai elder hacker, <laughs> the antagonist of the movie, <laughs> mm-hmm. who is like such a little nerd brain <laughs> shit the whole mm-hmm. way through. <laughs> Such it's... a piece of shit. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. The plague. Uh, the plague introduces himself to the movie by uh, getting a call from. Is that like that's like a guy who's like the IT guy with the ponytail and the mm-hmm. earring? Who's that guy? Oh, you, oh, you mean um. Oh, oh, you mean uh, Pen Gillette? Yeah, that guy. Pen and Teller? Yeah, that's Pen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you told me his name so I didn't have to say Pen Teller and look like a dumbass. <laughs> is that Pen Teller? Is that, <laughs> is that Teller? Yeah. Speaking of Gillette, yeah. I think that guy could use one. But anyway. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Dang. Shots fired. Um, so Pen Gillette gives him a call and is like, uh, Mr. Mr. Whatever your real name is. <laughs> First line mm-hmm. of the movie, he's like, "It's the oh. plague." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's like, "Mr. Eugene." He's like, "Don't call me that. My name is the plague." <laughs> it's like, "Fuck, doc." Mr. The plague. <laughs> Mr. The plague. Yeah. Mr. Plague. So silly. 
Uh, also, just his when he goes to work, he comes sliding in, riding a skateboard <laughs> into the server room, wearing a fur coat over a vest. Like a not like a not like a not like a dork vest either. Not like a fishing vest, right? Like a fancy suit vest. And there's even uh the plague's love interest is even like, oh, it looks like you uh got dressed in the dark again or later <laughs> in the movie. Cause all of his outfits are <laughs> like baffling. He's <laughs> he never he never looks put together. He looks like he's just thrown some shit on that he's like this is kind of cool uh it's very it's very like dumb boho right and uh i you know i love that i love that for this movie he's like trying to stay connected with the like culture that he's from the hacker culture but uh also like work into the into the corporate fold where he's uh doing crimes yeah uh yeah, he's got the he's got the corpo rat fuck fit, but he still has yeah. enough of that edge on him, so you can tell that like this dude's got something else going on. It's it's yeah, great. It's of... like, and for a movie that like really doesn't put any effort into like building the characters at all, the fact that mm-hmm. you can like look at how a guy's dressed and go like, this guy looks like he's like a fucking nerd ass, and then the mm-hmm. character is like, I'm a fucking nerd ass. Is mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah, okay, cool. That's <laughs> works great. <laughs> uh, let's see what else what else about plague plague throughout the movie is just like constantly uh trying to pull levers and stuff there's a few times he ends up the, the reason i brought it up in the intro right um that he that he gave a one hour lecture to the main character about ayn rand he doesn't do that okay that was a lie i lied to you i'm sorry i'm not that sorry though um he does end up talking a lot of stuff that sounds very how would i say um like bircher he sounds a little birchery like a little uh a little bit like a little bit of like the really nasty libertarian right <laughs> but, um yeah there's this whole thing where he's talking about uh he's trying to convince dade zero cool the main character <laughs> uh to uh to like rat on his friends and he's like see as hackers we're our own countries and we have our own temporary alliances and allegiances but you know we we have to be adaptable with it as uh, a hacker you-, you can't pull me over for drunk driving because i'm not driving uh-huh. a vehicle i'm traveling and i'm exactly. a sovereign citizen and you cannot try me in this court because there's a gold fringe around the flag uh-huh. <laughs> And I'm not yeah. a member of the Navy. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's just like, oh, yeah. So he's going to do some sob set shit like 20 years before I knew anything about any of this. And that's very funny to me. Haven't the uh, sob sets been around for like, like 60 sure. years or some shit? Like, weren't there like sob sets in like the 1960s? <laughs> At least. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that there's, uh, Somebody did like a deep dive on the history and I cannot remember, but there was somebody who like basically came up with the rule book for how to be a soft set. And it's been going for fucking ever. The, yeah. Those people are nuts. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then uh, also the plague also, uh, God, what is it? 
he does another thing that I thought was really funny. Um, oh yeah, he mentioned he talks about the New World Order, <laughs> and I was just like, "That's amazing!" Let's go. So, ultimately, what this movie ends up being about thematically is the the uh, the conflict between uh, this like sicko libertarian and like a bunch of a bunch of like far leftists, right? Of some yeah. sort. Yeah. Like, like they have a, a lot of Joey. Sim- <laughs> they have a lot of anarchy sim- uh, symbolism around. So that's kind of what I would say. Because and they say hackers of the world unite, uh, hack the planet, all this stuff. That's all very like, very like anarcho coded. And it's yeah. very, it's very cool. It's very cool and fun. They have a lot they, of fun with that. <laughs> they have one of the the first hacker that gets busted, Joey. Like the cops are like tailing him, and they're reading like a, his manifesto, which is they're like making fun of it because it's a manifesto and saying this is like commie shit, <laughs> and it's all about mm-hmm. like, hey, we treat each other equally without <laughs> based on all mm-hmm. races and genders, and we mm-hmm. don't act shitty to people, and we don't withhold information. Or just, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's so yeah. funny because it's like it's like people talk about like, oh, blazing saddles couldn't get made today. But if if like hackers came out today and like I genuinely think the far right would be fucking having like a conniption about like, oh my god, <laughs> this movie's woke trash, <laughs> uh, right? Seriously, <laughs> yeah, I I love it because also the other guy that like the like. Uh, FBI hacker who's in there is basically like, oh, sounds cool, and the and the <laughs> like the the shaved head like the shaved head fed is just like this is commie shit, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, I mean that doesn't mean that there isn't a bunch of sponsorship in this movie though. There sure is. Uh, Coca Cola and Jolt Cola, and I do appreciate that they are both just shoved into the movie about a hundred times. <laughs> amazing stuff. Sony was also there. Sony Sony played a oh. played a key part in the funding of the film, I think. Uh, <laughs> I believe yeah. it. <laughs> very product placement heavy movie. I am actually I don't have anything I'm sipping on right now, and I'm very thirsty after seeing eight million Coca-Cola cans. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh let's see. What else we got? What else we got? Um oh, also. The first thing that uh the first thing that gets hacked at the beginning of the movie uh post the opening credits uh is zero cool. What's he name change his name to again? It's like something it overdrive. His name to, um something crash. Yeah. She's acid burn. He's mm-hmm. um What the fuck? <laughs> I should remember this. Yeah, I was like, well, he's zero cool. I don't need to know another one. Yeah. But I do, you know, sad. System crash uh, or some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just crash. We'll just call him crash. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's hacking a computer uh, to like change the television show. And what's on TV when he starts hacking it <laughs> is this program that is uh, like saying a bunch of like Nazi bullshit, basically. And they get into the fucking, they show the tapes getting swapped out, and it literally says America first on the program. <laughs> it's like he hacked Steven Crowder. It's like the beginning yeah. of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then 
he puts on the outer limits. He's like, yeah, I just want to watch some sci-fi shows. So I changed the, <laughs> I changed what they were showing on the, on the network. What? Uh, and then he gets countered by, uh, by acid burn and acid burn is like, you're on my turf. And it's like, why were you, why were you watching America <laughs> first? Huh? Acid burn. Yeah. Huh? Doesn't really get addressed later in the movie. Why acid burn is so, uh, is so eager to watch the, the, uh, fucking rush limbaugh program (laughs) (laughs) i know right (laughs) yeah the Um, fucking the the dynamic between those two uh fucking angelina jolie as acid burn or um hate whatever her last Mm -hmm. name is kate libby Um, (laughs) kate libby uh is extremely funny because this really is like like at the beginning when I talk about like him wanting to get like topped, like <laughs> it's not even really an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. literally, there is a scene in the movie where they're both in like a dumpster digging around in the trash together, and he like literally like he's got like the most like uh bitch baby voice on the planet too, and he's like mm-hmm. and if I wasn't such an upstanding moral character, I would take advantage of this situation sexually <laughs> and then literally yeah. bites his lip and looks at her <laughs> yeah, literally bites his lip as she's reaching in her coat pocket for something <laughs> uh, and she pulls out a fucking flashlight and just shines it in his face and it's just like yeah. or they have like the hack off where like he's uh-huh. talking with her about like uh they're setting the stakes and she's like uh <laughs> she's like if i win you have to be my slave and he's like uh. <laughs> he's like yeah he's just she's like not like that <laughs> she's just like not like that and then he's like well if i win you we have to go on a date and you have to wear a dress and she because she never wears a dress yeah so what that's else? like that's novel i guess <laughs> what else this is the scene where he's like every time like he's he's fucking not smooth at all and she has like a boyfriend uh, at the beginning of the movie that just sort of wanders off into the night, never to be seen again. <laughs> yeah. He wanders off because they're like, they're like, uh, they get spotted, uh, like making out in the room where this like cool laptop is where everyone's ogling the laptop being like, Ooh, it's crispy. Yeah. And like, uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, they're looking at the laptop just being like, that's so cool. As, as they like get noticed and, fucking she comes and starts hanging out with them and like being like yeah it's a pretty cool laptop isn't it and he's just like fucking i'm outie (laughs) you're too into computers you're not into me you're just into computers yeah and And then like 30 minutes later like they leave the room and then he's on the dang laptop again fucking hacking the planet and she walks in is like what the fuck are what the fuck are you doing on my laptop He's like, I'm just looking around. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. watching him hack. And she's like, man, I hope you screw better than you type <laughs> out of nowhere. And, and he just he doesn't respond. He's typing. <laughs> he just he's... doesn't respond for like a minute. <laughs> uh-huh. It was honestly like kind of decent acting right there where he like, he like kind of looked, got like very uncomfortable, looked off to the side, started typing slower and was like, uh <laughs> refresh rates on this pretty good huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god also uh she said uh she said that he had to wear a dress if she won 
he's um, like deal and, immediately and he's, <laughs> and he's and everybody's looking at him like huh and he's like deal yeah fucking deal i'm gonna win anyways but it's also like but it's also like you want a bottom in a dress and i yeah. hey, fucking more power to you honestly that's awesome this guy, <laughs> this guy i don't think uh sissy hypno was invented <laughs> in 1995 no. yet but i i think this guy uh <laughs> probably needed that in his life <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's also the scene where they're at school and she opens his locker her locker and is like i picked out a dress for you and it's like a fucking like latex bikini <laughs> uh-huh and she's like huh <laughs> and he doesn't say shit about here it. And then they both have dreams about each other, about fucking each other. His dream is interrupted by being raided by the uh, by the FBI, which uh, w- very good. I I loved that because it's like, oh, you they did the same thing again. It was like, oh yeah, you're having a dream, and uh, Kate shows up and is like trying to trying to fuck you, and then the FBI shows up and. Uh, arrests you and is like oh no and he wakes up and then if i remember correctly he also gets raided by the fbi like immediately uh and i'm just like this so goofy so goofy they keep doing that um oh god (sighs) all right what's another what's another thing that you really like about the movie I mean, we've touched on it a little bit, but this, like, we talked a lot about the costumes, but the soundtrack is the other piece that really completes, like, mm. the, the whole overall aesthetic of what's going on. They have, like, mm-hmm. every type of, like, 90s fucking uh, beep-boop bullshit that you can imagine. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a boomer, so I don't know what the difference between, like, uh, like, house and acid is. <laughs> you just call it all electronica. It's all electronica. <laughs> See, Everyone I also don't want to say right that shit that. either. <laughs> oh, okay, well, yeah, you don't want to say the nerd words. Fucking, I don't want to say the nerd words. The plague, IRL, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They have like all these tracks. I think they are Sony tracks based on the uh, the sponsorship. I think they had to deal with the label for like all the music, <laughs> but it was mm-hmm. it all like it just goes hard, like the whole soundtrack from beginning to end, and it's it's like it really does add to like the authenticity of it <laughs> mm-hmm. or at least the, the feel like, like the movie is obviously like when, when all of the hacking scenes are like, they're flying through like a 3d representation of cyberspace where there's like a big giant PCB board and a bunch of towers and there's like mm-hmm. math everywhere. So like, it's not like authentic to what hacking is like, because they don't want to actually make you watch a guy using the computer. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, they do a little bit sometimes, <laughs> but not a lot. Like, yeah. for the most part, they're just like, look, cool graphics. And it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> but, like, they uh, they really just, uh, I think the goal, as I said before, was, like, we want to capture what it feels like to be, like, an 18-year-old who, uh, like, knows a couple of like <laughs> back doors into like, <laughs> or like knows how to like freak a phone. Right. And you feel like mm-hmm. you can conquer the entire world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also, also, yeah. Love the representation of all the old hacking techniques that are like yeah. mostly out of, out of Vogue now. Right. Nobody's phone freaking anymore. Right. No, you can't do it. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but 
that was like a thing. I remember reading about it in Redacted. Um, <laughs> and no, actually, it was Steal This Book by Abby Hoffman, which uh, is is like a legal book, if I remember. I hope it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that one's legal. If it's not, well, I don't know. Fucking sue me or whatever. Um, let's see. I do appreciate in this movie that the guy who is like in charge of the counter counter cyber crime unit or whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, it is just like, doesn't know anything about it. <laughs> that was really, another very good choice. Like he's yeah. like constantly like asking people to dumb shit down for him and shit like that. And he's like, this guy's like a career fed. He like says mm-hmm. that like he was protecting the president at one point in his career. And now yep. he's like chasing around a bunch of kids who are like making beeps into the phone. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's got his like canned line of like, well, this is what I do. And then he says it and then immediately turns to someone else pretty much every time. And it's just like, okay, well, can you dumb that down for me? So you can, <laughs> so I can like translate that for the media. I'm going to have to talk to you later. And this is like, damn, that's so funny. Bureaucracies are dumb. That's so true. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Other characters I really enjoyed, of course, Lord Nikon, uh, Tintin in The Crow, but uh, <laughs> Lord Nikon in uh, this movie. Lord uh, Nikon is the superior role for him, too, by far. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, Tintin's such a bit part and like also is like a bad person. Yeah. Where Lord Nikon is just like, I'm a I have an eidetic memory and am like really cool. Just like a cool dude who uh is a hacker. And it's like, okay. And just like really fills out the world. Uh not like a super important character in the main story. Uh ha- like plays a couple of important uh parts and is around most of the time. Um, but that's like most of the characters. Like nobody's saying that uh what's his what's his what's his nuts? Um Matthew Lillard's character, um Emmanuel or uh <laughs> serial killer, uh is like a super important character to the to the story. There's a few times, of course, but like for the most part, he's kind of like a, a second string, a B cast, right? And then yeah. uh yeah, like these supporting actors, and they're they're great, they're amazing. The supporter supporting actors really make this fucking movie. That's not to like downplay them at all. Well, it's just uh, because of the main plot is like it's such a generic heist movie that like it's really about like seeing all these like kids like fucking do bants with each other <laughs> more than yeah more than like actually caring about like the sequence of events that's happening because it's like oh mm-hmm. yeah the like FBI is out to get them and they're doing the cool hacking scene and it's like a heist and they're having like a competition and they're in high school and doing high school shit and it's like really just a bunch of shit that like. It's not like even at the moments where it's high stakes, it never really feels like it's high stakes. But it's it's just mm-hmm. fun to watch these people like fucking play off of each other and uh and like I do think like people I think this movie has like an unfair reputation for being like like a cheesy cornball type of movie, but I really think mm-hmm. that like they do the cheesy cornball shit extremely well to the point where like I can't imagine this movie being any good if they took itself seriously. And I, this is coming from someone yeah. who like really does genuinely prefer because they they are taking themselves seriously in the sense that like they're taking seriously the idea that they're kids who don't know how to take anything seriously right <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it feels real that's the yeah. thing is like the character the act 
the like style of characters feel real to the setting. Yeah. It's like watching Goonies. Like nobody's looking at what if the Goonies kids were like, oh yeah, well we're we're like super serious all the time. It's like that that'd be stupid. <laughs> what if the Goonies kids did Columbine? <laughs> yeah, like kinda, right? <laughs> like you I'm I know you're joking, but like, but yeah, like <laughs> what if it was like about what if it was about being like super serious? Like, oh yeah, this is about like some really serious issues. And it's like, no, uh, we've got Truffle Shuffle. We've got <laughs> Baby Ruth. Okay. We've got, uh, we got the smart kid, uh, who's Asian. Uh, maybe that's a little fucked up, but like, you know, that's also, that was a lot of movies, but this movie does that a little bit too, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's a it's it's less of like the uh, smart uh, the like smart stereotype, um, but it it's the what's it called? Uh, they have this like right at the beginning. Uh, they have the classic uh, Asian uh, supremacy fear that was like very common. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was. I just know oh, yeah. that it was so he's like here. he's like doing like his uh his uh social engineering attack on the TV station and he's like calling up mm-hmm. the security guard and is like, "Yeah, if my Japanese bosses don't get this report from me by the morning, they're going to make me commit Harry Carey." <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Where he's <laughs> pretending to be some like some chuddy dude. I yeah. mean, and you know, you could say that like that is like an act that he's doing. That he's like playing a chuddy dude, but also it was so common, uh, right? That you know, it's a thing, uh, and it is also kind of subverted for like the rest of the movie. I think there's nothing else in it about it that's like that, and everybody else is basically on the same playing field, uh, no matter no matter uh, what their race is. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> like, is. I think like pretty telling that like. Uh, like not 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 really telling, but like the movie does do a good job of like actually like not making it about a bunch of like white dudes who are the good guys, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like they really it, it real like I I keep going back to this woke point, but like the it's they're all like woke and they're all like like all of the shit about like the guy <laughs> wearing a dress and being like okay maybe I'm into that. It's like yeah, <laughs> it's like very much playing on a lot of shit that's like okay, these are, like, a bunch of, like, loser outcasts, and uh, that's, like, a group of people that, if you're a loser outcast and you have friends, your friends are probably going to be, like, (laughs) a big mixed bag of people, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really liked uh, just one of the first characters that was kind of the, on the the B cast of of supporting actors, uh, being Freak. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because Freak is, like, so gender bendy right at the beginning like uh and also i don't know i felt like there was a moment where uh it was like oh this character is supposed to be like uh gender non-conforming because uh freak is standing there and joey comes running up and like dude 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 and and freak's just like don't call me dude <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, but also it happens like a bunch more, not the dude thing, but like, uh, just like a lot of gender speech comes at freak throughout the movie. And sorry, I just brushed the mic. I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, uh, yeah, freak gets a lot of gendered speech throughout the movie, but also it's just like, just like 
doesn't really end up doing it. I don't know. But maybe they never make it. They never make anything explicit. I don't know. I think. I think also like. I think part of it is that the movie was made in 1995, and if you acknowledge the existence of uh, non-binary people, uh, fucking uh, Bill Clinton would personally send the uh, <laughs> the like uh, feds now, after you. <laughs> now that's true. Now that's true. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Freak, uh, freak, freak. Very, very GNC. Uh, and I love that. Also, Matthew Lillard's character, uh, very gender bendy. I mean, honestly, fucking, uh, uh, fucking acid burn as well. Kate Libby, uh, a, a little bit gender bendy. Uh, the main character, no. Uh, <laughs> the libertarian, no. Well, and, the main character, uh, no, but in like a, like a maybe kind of no, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> like kind of in an eggy sense, you know, <laughs> like, a, like a little eggy, you know, a little bit, of, maybe a little bit of an omelet, you know, uh, but like, uh, Joey, no, Not Joey, really. Joey's only trade is that, uh, braces and smokes two cigarettes at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which I do appreciate. Also, very very funny characterization. Uh, yeah, I kind of got also, the impression. Uh, Razor and I don't... Blade are the are gay. They're gay, right? <laughs> right. I kind of I th- yeah, you're right about that. I kind of got the impression too yeah. that like not kind of switching gears a little bit, but that like uh, like I don't know if this is ever made explicit. I, it might just be wrong. I might just be of like completely tuned something out in the movie. But it's like fucking is Matthew Lillard's character supposed to be like the homeless kid in the movie? Yeah, yo, yes. Because <laughs> uh, he's no, like always like, pretty, like or like crashing at other home, people's yeah. places and shit like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's either supposed to be like from a bad home or or homeless. And it's just like you you don't know. Yeah. Uh, they never really address it. They're never like, oh yeah, well, you know, it's like it's not really the, about that. Have... It's about like, oh, he's like a, he's like, he's like doing this cool shit, just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a defining characteristic for him, and uh, it just kind of is like one little part of his character, um, which is like such a weirdly deep character for uh, for being a like a side character yeah for being like the guy who shows up sometimes to like uh wear a sleeveless dead kennedy's shirt and tweak his nipples (laughs) yeah uh it's like freak is uh almost certainly supposed to be puerto rican in the movie i think Uh, venezuelan because he's on the venezuela oh interesting okay right i just i just assume and this is me my bad i just assume because new york and uh fair enough uh, 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 <laughs> latino in new york uh, i listen to this episode <laughs> i know right she's gonna be like oh <laughs> fucking racist <laughs> <laughs> oh well <laughs> we'll move on oopsies oopsies uh but yeah fucking uh yeah it's uh there's like all these characters have some like parts of their life that are very that are like there, uh, but they're not necessarily like defining. Like Kate Libby's a character, uh, Acid Burn, uh, uh, is like she's she's like of I want to say like a f- she's a feminist, but like because her mom's one, yeah, kind and of. It's like 
<laughs> and it's like, huh? Yeah. And so they have like this weird. They have this weird. Like I don't know. It sounds very. It sounds very second wavy. She quotes her mom in English class, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> so it's like what? Um, but that ends up being part of her character in uh in in a way, but it's also not like central to her character. I don't know. Uh, it's it's very interesting that like this movie does this, but doesn't make any of them be like a stereotype of one of these things. And I I, I appreciate that a lot. I think it's cool. Like yeah. you would, uh, fucking Razor and Blade, they're very obviously gay. Like, yeah. Sorry, I kind of like, sidetracked from <laughs> you trying to talk about that earlier. They have the oh, gay, the gay fine. power couple hosting the the Hacker News segment on television. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, they just like jack the airwaves, and they're like Hacker News, and it's like that's fucking tight. Uh, and yeah, they're like one of them's always wearing like full makeup, uh, <laughs> like like powder powdered face makeup. I don't know. If, I don't know if he's supposed to be going for like geisha or like, uh, like noble or what. But like, it's uh, it's very, it's very stark. It looks cool. I love it. But it's it's also just very, it's very stark. It's very obviously like broadcasting gay. And I, you know, that's that's beautiful. And then the other ones just like lightly made up. And it's like okay, so you got two, two guys. Uh, with makeup living together <laughs> i think they they're even like hanging out on a bed when they're all hanging out together they are I'm just like i'm and it's like i'm not trying to say that like i'm not trying to say that like, two straight dudes can't wear makeup and hang out in bed together and like touch yeah. each other and look into each other's eyes longingly but like mm-hmm. but when we're talking they don't about do it very often <laughs> Well, we're talking about a 90s movie. Uh, also, they're just like, the, I don't know, hand movements. It's all very, it's very, it's very obvious. <laughs> it's very obvious if you know what you're looking for. Um, you know, and also, also, and this is a huge, in this movie, from the 90s, they're like, the gay characters aren't evil. There's, there's nothing, there's nothing, uh, there's no like, queer villain uh thing going on no here. i think the nastiest the, the movie gets in that regard is like the they take out like a personals ad for like the uh yeah the uh fbi guy um uh-huh where they're like telling him they like post about like i'm into water sports and uh mm-hmm. being told i'm a bad boy and it, like at the end they put in transvestites welcome <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's that's maybe a little bit nasty but like I even that is like nasty and like kind of more of like a childish way than like a genuinely like mean spirited way, you know? <laughs> yeah. And they don't and they don't explicitly say that it, they think it's nasty, rather that they think that it's going to be something that pisses off the right. FBI guy. And it sure does. <laughs> uh when he's getting a bunch of calls of people being like I want to suck your lips and I want to suck your fingers and your toes. And it's like, okay. And he's just he's just fucking hammering on his phone, being like, I none of these calls are actually for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, so yeah. did you like the VR setup that uh the plague had? <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a 360 degree treadmill up in there. It's it's so funny how the VR shit is like it's definitely more of a real thing now, but like 
it's exactly as much of like a nerd ass thing as it was like back like fucking mm-hmm. 20 years ago with the Nintendo Virtual Boy or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks pretty similar too, uh yeah. externally, which is funny. I I like that a lot. Um yeah, also I just love the like little booth. I saw that there's actually something coming out uh where they're they're they've made a floor that uh will move with you. Yeah, they've had uh, like 360 treadmills for like a long time that are kind of like that yeah. booth. Um, sure. This is like something a little less uh, involved and space uh, heavy. So I mm. don't know. It, you know, I think it's kind of cool. Sorry to sorry to dork out about this. But like, <laughs> sorry to uh, nerd out about some tech in the hackers episode of the podcast. <laughs> I just I I love it. I want I want to have uh the fucking uh hollow suite from Star Trek become real. Do you and really? that's that's something that's coming. Well, not necessarily the Star Trek one. <laughs> Cuz that one's that one's got some trouble. What but, would you do in there? What would, what what would the ideal uh Brian VR game look like? Uh oh, it wouldn't be a game. <laughs> Brian VR experience <laughs> then. <laughs> Is it doing your taxes while on acid in VR? It's like the it's like the programs that they have for like combat veterans <laughs> where they take you into like the war zone. <laughs> no, what I would be doing is I'd be I'd be uh, creating a full ASMR setup. So I'd be like I'd get like a chair. There'd be like a chair in the center of the room, right? And I'd be mm-hmm. like sitting in the chair. And then there'd just be like lots of hot people around me, all like um, playing with my hair and like um, and like cleaning my ears and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I would do in a in a fucking uh, like in a hollow booth. You know what I mean? You know, I want I want I want just like I want to feel like I'm getting touched. I want to get touched. You know? Yeah. You it like doesn't a... have to be sexual, but it, <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to not be sexual either. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's some sick bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, uh, what would? Uh, but if it was a game, games a totally different thing. Though, what would I do in a in a game? Uh, in in a hollow deck suite, probably. That's a toughie. I don't know what kind of game is good in that. What kind of game is good? Full stop. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Well, that's that's a good question. That's a good question. Here's the appeal of a game: is I can sit my ass down in the chair, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the moment you start getting this like stand up and do motion controls and 360 treadmill, it's like okay, I can like rob a bank in like real life if it's going to be like this much work, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> but also, you could train to rob the bank in VR. That's true. Like the Matrix. And you won't. And you won't die. <laughs> but then when you and then you could do it in real life and you'll have a better chance of success. That's true. There you go. I think if you just asked really nicely at the bank to let them let you rob them, I think you could get like a sympathy bank robber. Bank robbery. I, honestly, uh yeah. Also don't rob banks. <laughs> no, I don't I don't mean this as like a as like a, a like a don't be a criminal kind of thing. Please be a criminal. But um, please do crimes. It's cool. It's cool. It makes you cool. It's good. It's good for your health. 
But don't implicate us when you do I that. Think. But don't implicate us. But do do crimes. But uh, but what I'm saying is that like, but if you're trying to hit like good money, banks don't care that much. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. They don't actually have that much money. Do credit so card fraud. Of, it's a victimless yeah. crime. <laughs> do credit card fraud or go uh, go fucking, uh, you know, go to a grocery store because grocery stores, they got a lot of money. They have a yeah. lot of money moving through there, you know? That kind you know of what stuff. the grocery store also has? What's that? Grocery store's got that pharmacy in it, and that's that's money. That's that's now uh, <laughs> we're talking. That's future money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you could pick up all of my meds and drop them off at my house. It'd be great. <laughs> you could pick up my melatonin and my vitamin D gummies. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, Hey, hey, anybody, are you going to be robbing the grocery store later? Because I, I got a, I got an order. You know? I got, <laughs> I'm going to need some stuff. Um, but uh, but uh, I'm just saying, don't actually do any crimes. It's illegal. Okay. Wink, wink. Uh, okay. <laughs> Except phone freaking. That one's, I think, legal. Phone freaking is probably actually legal at this point, right? Because I, th- I think you actually can't do it. Yeah, I think if you're if you're still able to phone freak, if you're able to like say a bunch of beeps into the microphone at like a VoIP server and that lets you in, I think you I think you deserve it. I think anyone would I think that falls under the the game recognized game clause and that in any mm-hmm, case mm-hmm. you'd just be thrown out. Yeah. Like what? What are, what are they going to do? Yeah. What are now before do? you uh before you uh you um take my advice on this, I have to tell you that legally speaking, I'm not an attorney. Same. <laughs> Same. In terms of how funny it would be if you said I was an attorney, um, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I'd laugh. I'd laugh all you were getting booked, but <laughs> legally speaking, I am not an attorney and I don't play one on TV. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, not legal advice, okay? Hashtag not legal advice. Um, oh, but, uh, but if you get in trouble with the law, do uh, shut up. Uh, and call a lawyer. That's that's the one, the one thing that you should know. If you're in trouble, do shut up and do call a lawyer. And if you get an email, I'd like to. You don't. You should call the lawyer first. But if you got like an email left, you should email us at edgelordpod at gmail dot com. <laughs> so true. Tell so us you got booked. True. Tell us what you just got booked for. Yeah, and tell we'll, us about uh, your we'll crimes. We'll shout you out in the show. <laughs> yeah, we would love to hear about the illegal things that you do. Uh, and we will uh, tell the world uh, that it's cool. <laughs> we'll be like, that's pretty cool. Unless it's uncool, in which case we'll chastise you. Hey, there's a few laws that are there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. If you're like, oh, I just um, murdered a child. I'll be like, ah. Did the kid deserve one. it? Was it self-defense? Did the kid have a gun? Yeah. If, uh, if you did that and you and you write us an email justify yourself because then we might still say okay cool that kid had it coming yeah you're right the castle mm-hmm. doctrine does apply in your own <laughs> brian well, is there anything left about the movie that you want to talk about yeah i do uh there is <laughs> you want to hear one really sad and pathetic thing that happened while we were watching this movie what what sad and pathetic thing happened this time uh i <laughs> this time uh <laughs> Uh, so we were watching and the, uh, everybody was saying like hack the planet and like throwing fists up and stuff like that. And, uh, all the, all the like world's hackers came together and I was just, I just like 
I like was on the verge of tears for a second there. <laughs> um, because I'm normal and healthy. What's the dumbest thing you've ever cried at in media? Oh, babe. Uh, I think I, I think I have a dumber one than you. Just FYI. <laughs> I gotta think about this for a second. I probably something in like the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, did you cry when the hobbits got divorced or whatever? They're just separated, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest uh, thing. Do you want me to go for inspiration or do you yeah, have you a, go you go okay. you go first, yeah. You go first. The dumbest thing I piece of media I've ever cried at was uh the ending of Halo Reach. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. I can see it though. Yeah, I was also I like see it. uh 14, I think. <laughs> but uh yeah, the 911 allegory really spoke to me because uh, uh I was actually in the towers and uh fell mm. on a giant trampoline and bounced up <laughs> onto the, the plane. I was in the first tower and then I jumped off onto a big trampoline and then bounced back up and landed on the plane that as it was hitting the second tower. So I yeah. I was in nine eleven twice. <laughs> you double nine eleven. That's hard to do. And that made that spoke to me so hard when the Covenant did nine eleven to re- the entirety of the planet Reach that I mm-hmm. I just I just couldn't take it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh God, it's hard for me because I cry at so much meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mm, what is it? I don't like anytime. It's probably like saving private Ryan or something like that. I'm like, cause it's like dumb military propaganda, but I'm just like, eh, was it when Tom of. Hanks was pissing? Was that when you cried? Yeah. Well, that's cause <laughs> I just wanted it so much on my face. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Just think of like anything, uh, like anything that's like, Oh, you know, Oh, uh, family family someone die oh oh maybe like maybe it was like star wars maybe i don't remember if i actually did cry at this i might have been on sertraline at the time that's zoloft (laughs) baby um but uh (laughs) when uh han solo dies uh he gets sorry spoilers when han solo gets uh lightsabered through the fucking guts by his son uh i think i think i might have cried a little bit was that in theaters or were you watching that that would have been in theaters that would have been in theaters when i watched that for the first time yeah here's the other thing about the halo reach thing is when i watched that i was watching it at 240p on like a shitty smartphone (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) that's amazing i love that i love that hey uh viewers if you have any pathetic crying at media uh, stories that you'd like to share, uh, please send them to uh, edging uh, uh, with trash and monk. The email, which I cannot remember. Edgelordpod uh, at gmail.com. E D G E L O R D P O D at gmail.com. <laughs> Gamail. 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 Gimail. <laughs> Gimail. <laughs> Dot com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't think so. I, I think I think I'm good. Are you good? 
I think I'm pretty good. I think uh, the one last thing that I noticed in the movie uh, was it normal in 1995 for there to be condom machines in the restrooms of a high school? <laughs> in a high school, probably not, but maybe in New York. <laughs> maybe in New York, but uh, probably not generally for there to be a condom uh, machine in a high school. But in in like a bar, yes, absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, you can probably still find those in bars. It's not like you have an app for a condom. (laughs) (laughs) We've gone latexless with our new condom solution. (laughs) But if it's just a fucking an app called Condom, (laughs) you get the app and you get like a little Bluetooth implant, (laughs) and you have to press a button at the exact right time, and it will like divert your cum like straight up <laughs> it just back flushes it so you can retain yeah. better uh no uh, here's okay here's my idea i was thinking of something a little different right comer is an app specifically designed so you can uh you can go and uh ask if anyone has a condom around you or <laughs> uh with on the dl or if they don't uh to order a to order, order your manservant <laughs> to go yeah, catch you one <laughs> some privately employed manservant or or woman servant you know whatever's clever <laughs> uh to go and acquire one from the closest 7-eleven yeah yeah uh, you can doordash a condom i believe it but this is specific <laughs> and discreet Ooh. so it's it, the, the discreet option is the one where you have an app on your phone called comer that you just have to look at every time you look at uh-huh. your install app <laughs> Yeah, because you're a fucking sicko. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's uh, that's the next million dollar idea right there. That's do you true. Think, do you think I could sell that to Shark Tank? Do you think they'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. Here's, um, here's $100,000. And I'd be like, cool, I'm going to move to the Bahamas now. <laughs> I think that's what you should do if you get on Shark Tank. I don't think that's the Shark Tank idea. Uh actually, here's the Shark. Do you want to do you want to go in together on uh the Shark Tank idea I've had since I was uh I was uh like 13 years old? <laughs> Fuck it, it can't be any worse than Comer. So like people need like a like a place for people to like babysit their like babies and young kids, right? People got to work, mm-hmm. they got shit to do. They don't want this fucking little uh, little meat goblin <laughs> hanging around all the time. So you want to be able to leave it to machine. someone. You want to be able to leave it to mm-hmm. someone who's gonna like take care of it and make sure it doesn't like go playing in the freeway or whatever. Um, I mean, or not, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> so you want to be able to drop this place off at a place, but you don't want to pay an arm and a leg, right? Well. Mm-hmm. What if your your child care facility could actually make you money by contracting your baby out to local talent agencies who need a stock baby for their commercials for Pampers or some shit? <laughs> and they have they they swing by and it's it's like a safe facility. Everyone there is like trained and vetted. The studio's on site, and you just drop your kid off. You come back whenever. And uh, your kid might be in an advertisement or something, but they might not. But you got 50 bucks either way. Your kid might be in an advertisement. Not that you'd know, because children all look the same. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) They ought to just use dolls for that shit. Seriously. (laughs) Fucking... Fucking, what's the point? Oh, you got a real-life baby? What It looks like like a lump of clay. (laughs) 
It looks like a big mass. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of a mass of flesh. Yeah. There's probably some bone pre bones. It's <laughs> cartilage. They don't even have bones. The fuck are those? <laughs> yeah. Sharks? What are they? Sharks? Exactly. What are they, sharks? sharks. Now I I'm asking with my uh my uh <laughs> co-owner Brian Trash for uh ten billion dollars for five percent. Yeah, and Mark Cuban immediately takes it because that's what the idea is worth. Yeah, it absolutely is. Mark Cuban, man. Um, and then I'm going to cheat you out of because it's actually my idea the whole time. So I'm, you're not actually mm-hmm, going to be part mm-hmm. of the contract. So. But <laughs> I will, uh, Mark Cuban, I will uh, S that D. Um, give me some money, please. <laughs> On that oh, note. God. <laughs> you can find me at curse underscore monk um on uh the world's uh leading uh neo-nazi hate site x.com uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can find me at trashcan1312 on uh x dot uh com, at com. i uh the leading neo-nazi hates <laughs> <laughs> just like shark tank stealing my bit <laughs> uh-huh. uh uh, also, you can find me on Blue Sky, which is a, a a better website for me because people will actually see and like my posts. BrianTrash.bsky.social. <laughs> um, uh, 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 and also, you can probably find me some other places. I don't know. There's also a letterbox under Brian Trash. Okay. And that's where I, I do short reviews of everything that we do here. So you should check that out. But most of all, hit that Edgelord pod uh at gmail.com email with some fucking things because i want to i want to know i want to know what you're thinking uh listener viewer uh uh per viewer uh um evaluator you know have we already done the bit where i say we've got fan mail and it's actually a marketing email from apple no we haven't done that today Okay, we haven't done that today. Well, we've got fan mail. It's uh yeah. from apple.com. Make hearts flutter with a gift from Apple. And I would like to wow. stop seeing these. So you should I don't want to unsubscribe though. I want to be buried in 10,000 of your emails about um dumb bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want your emails. I just pointed at the screen, okay? Yeah. You're I'm pointing emails. at you right now. You directly. You. I'm pointing mm-hmm. at you. My finger is like two inches away from your eyeball, and I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. You better watch out. The only way to stop me: send an email.